time to talk about real estate. Right, welcome to my podcast, The Realist Agent Podcast, Episode Four, Spooky Halloween Edition. Uh, it's only Spooky Halloween Edition because it is Halloween today, and uh, I kind of wanted to do something fun before, but I got sick, so um, now I'm just gonna be talking about stuff while randomly punching in sound effects that sound spooky to make it a spooky Halloween thing. But really, there's nothing Halloween-themed about this at all. Um, It's just Halloween today. And uh, I'm getting geared up to get the kids out and do the trick-or-treating thing, carve some pumpkins yesterday. And they're already sitting on our front step, rotting as we speak. So the kids are actually off school today. I don't know why. It's a Monday. uh, And... As far as I know, Halloween isn't a holiday, but elementary school is off and they're off tomorrow, which I actually think is pretty smart because the day after Halloween has to be the least productive day of the entire school year for an elementary school. Like these kids were up way too late the night before, jacked up on Kit Kats and Tootsie Pops or whatever, and, uh, you know... They just have no business going to school the next day. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna encourage them to do the whole trick or treat Halloween thing, like we can't say okay now you got to pay the piper. These are little kids; they don't really understand that. Uh, so you know I'm cool with it, but but like uh, you know I'm fortunate. You know my wife is is uh she works part time and she happened to have today off. Uh, so. You know, I'm able to to do some work, and uh, and my wife is able to stay with the kids. But I don't know what I don't know what people do. Like, if you have to go to work, you know, most people have two working parents or one working parent or whatever. Uh, but you know, they can't just you can't just leave your kids at home because school decides to have to make Halloween a holiday. I don't know. What do people do? Like, if you can't afford a if you can't afford daycare. Like, is the workplace cool with you bringing your kid in? I don't know. I feel like it kind of should be, honestly. Like, I don't know, maybe that's a little progressive. But, you know, one one day out of the, out of the year, you know, you bring your kid because you have to. And you just make him sit in a corner and eat his Halloween candy. Um, You know, I don't know. As long as it's not being disruptive. You can bring a dog to work. And you don't generally have to worry about your kid taking a crap in the middle of the floor uh, in most cases, I guess. Um, so, you know, have a bring your kid to work on the day after Halloween when school is out for no other reason day. Why not? Um, anyway. Oh, so here's something. Here's something weird. The other day, my youngest daughter, she's... She's almost six. She's in kindergarten. She's just walking around the house. She just walks around singing songs and stuff. And she's like chanting something about stop, drop, and roll. And I was like, hey, what are you, what are you, what are you singing there? And she's like, oh, stop, drop, and roll. And I was like, are, like, are they still teaching this? So I'm like, are, is that like if you get, if you catch on fire? She's like, yeah. 
I was like, are kids still just catching on fire? Like, even when I was a kid, I was like, you know, the stop, drop, and roll thing was kind of weird to me. It, but, it, but it wasn't. It was weird, and it wasn't. Like, I didn't know anybody who just burst into flames, and they had to roll on the floor. But it was the thing that we all were like, hey, this might happen. This is just something that we have to be ready for. And when it does, we'll know what to do. Like, what we're, at, at some point, kids were just catching fire, and they didn't know what to do, and they were just standing there, burning to death. And then, so they said, somebody somewhere said, hey, we need to put this in schools as, like, curriculum. If you burst into flames, this is what you got to do. You got to stop, drop, because that rhymes, and roll. Like, yeah, you know, you go from learning the months of the year, singing the song, okay, yay, everybody clap hands, and then, okay, kids, now we're going to shift gears into this, you know, hey, someday you might spontaneously combust and you're going to have to know what to do about it. So this is what we do if we catch on fire and we just say, yay, okay, cool. This makes total sense. But really think about it. That's, that's insane. That's totally insane. Like there are so many other things that we should be ready for besides catching on fire. (laughs) Maybe, you know, and sorry, I'm going on some tangents today, I guess, but you know, when, when I had, when we had baby clothes all over the house, you know, everything was baby clothes. Everything came with a warning that said, these clothes are not fire retardant. Who is assuming that baby clothes are fire retardant? And even if so, like, why do you need to be warned that they're not? Like, are you just putting your kids next to open flames and saying, okay, well, I mean, if the flame gets on them, their clothes will protect them. Who is, who's thinking this stuff? I, maybe there's a, is there some place in the United States where kids are just catching fire and nobody knows how this is happening? Like, how about we talk about ways to prevent yourself from catching on fire in the first place? Don't play with matches, kids. That's all they say. Don't play with matches. And they never actually put the stop, drop, and roll and playing with matches thing together, right? So like if you're if you're like doing evil Knievels at your friend, if you don't know what evil Knievels are, you take a book of matches and you pull a you pull one of the matches out and you hold it against the strike strip with your finger and you flick it into the air across the the start strip and it you know as it's in the air it ignites and it's flying through the air on fire and it's like an evil Knievel stunt. And, and yeah, like my friends and I would do evil Knievels, not at each other, but you know, if we're going to be honest, there were definitely some situations where one of us could have caught fire, but Hey, if we did, we knew exactly how to survive that. And, you know, I would just assume my clothes weren't going to protect me. Um, If anything, it'd probably be better to do that without clothes, in all honesty. Um, But yeah, they don't say like, you know, they say don't play with matches. But, you know, when you're a teenager, you kind of forget that that whole thing. And you're like, well, this isn't really playing with matches. This is like, I don't know, your, your brain works differently when you're a teenager. Like, it makes total sense. 
Like everything makes sense. You're going to live forever. You're never going to catch on fire. Um, but anyway, I don't know how, again, I don't know how we get talking about this stuff, but here we are. Actually, actually, this just clicked. And maybe they knew something that we didn't. Maybe they were onto something. Maybe they're like, look, these these people might be idiot teenagers someday. And they're going to think they're going to live forever. And they're never going to catch on fire. But they're going to be sitting around at, you know, winter camp, bored with their friends in the cabin. And they're going to be flicking lit matches at each other. Uh, they're not going to listen to the don't play with matches part. But maybe we can just pound it into their heads that if they catch fire, you know, you stop, drop, and roll. And then they'll they'll survive. Um, maybe they knew something we didn't. Somebody in Congress was like, huh, okay, guys, let's have a powwow here because I know how this goes. And then uh, somebody, I think it was DMX, DMX uh, kind of used the stop, drop, and roll as an opening line. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up, shop. Right? I think that was that DMX. I think that was DMX. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up, shop. I don't even think I know what song that is. That's the only part I know. And I don't know what, I don't know what opening up shop means. Um, he's encouraging the youth to, uh, to start a small business, I guess. Um, pretty sure DMX is dead. Anyway, that was a long tangent. Um, uh, talking about some real estate stuff. Really, um, like I said, I, this was just, I didn't really have a direction coming into this one. This was, I wanted to do a spooky Halloween thing and it just never happened. And, uh, you know, who cares about quality, right? Who cares about quality content? Quantity is job one, people. Just got to get something out there. You got to please the algorithm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's... News doesn't really move that fast in real estate. It's not like there's breaking news. This just happened. Uh, everything's kind of slow moving and... Um, I, what I'll tell you is just kind of along the lines of, uh, what I've been talking about, um, get ready for a buyer's market. I've got agents calling me, um, and you know, that agents are calling me because I've worked with them on deals and they, you know, they like, they like the way I work. They like working with me, I guess. And, um, you know, they're saying, Hey, I have this, I have this property do you have anybody to buy it? Um, you know, we'll, we'll wheel a deal if you want, you know, we can get you some, some pretty good terms and a good price and all this stuff. That's, that's how this market is going. Agents are calling other agents in their network and they are offering them deals for their clients. Um, you know, that is such a departure from the last couple of years where it was like, uh, you know, a, a listing agent would just, you know, put it up, put it up in the MLS, put some photos up, open it up for showings. And then, you know, they wouldn't even return calls. Like 
listing agents, you couldn't even get an agent to call you back a lot of times. The only agents that were actually answering their phones and calling people back were the good agents. And those are the agents that are calling me because they know that I pick up my phone when they call. Um, so, you know, good agents are out there working hard to sell houses and that's what it takes. Uh, you can't get by an agent can't get by on doing the bare minimum anymore. That ship has sailed, uh, all a bunch of licensees that just got, that just passed their tests, you know, in the last few months, you know, there, there's going to be a mass exodus of agents because they're going to see that it's not that easy to get a house sold. And they don't know how to have these conversations with their clients when the house isn't selling. When, you know, six months ago, their neighbor down the street sold their house in a week for, you know, a price that's $50,000 higher than what they're selling theirs for. So, uh, incompetence uh, is rampant in the real estate industry. It really does matter who you work with, whether you're buying or selling. And this market, I'm telling you, this market is going to expose a lot of unprofessional real estate agents. And the last thing I want is for anybody that I know to... uh, you know, fall victim or any, actually anybody that, you know, anybody I know who goes with another agent, like if you know me, I, I don't, like you must be really good friends with that other person. And, and that's fine. Like you're, you're never going to get everyone's business, which is totally fine. Totally cool. I've said that, you know, plenty of times before. I, I don't need to be all things to all people, but you know, if there's somebody that I can reach with a message and, you know, help them stay away from the trap of just working with, you know, an agent who might not know what they're doing, uh, you know, doesn't have a track record and doesn't, you know, I don't want to, I'm, I'm talking I, again, I hate talking about myself. Um, but I have to, because I am a professional. I know this stuff. I know what I'm doing. And there are so many, agents out there that just that just don't it's just the fact you know the barrier for entry is so low to this industry you just have to pass a test that's all you have to do pass a test and uh and there's no real there's no real mentorship uh there is but it's it's kind of difficult to find um you know i I was fortunate that when I started, I had somebody that I could go to, um, you know, that I pretty much worked side by side with, and I was able to learn a lot really fast that way. But unfortunately, you know, most, most, uh, agents, they get licensed and they go and they, you know, put their license with a brokerage and the brokerage just says, all right, go get some deals and don't you know, there's not real a whole, a whole lot of support there. So uh, it's just the nature of the beast. And it is what it is. And, you know, it's part of my mission is to is to, uh, you know, just keep 
keep people as far away from making a a poor decision with the largest asset that they will probably ever own in their life. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, the, the market is definitely trending towards a buyer's market. Technically we're not in one definitely feels like we are, but, uh, you know, the deals are happening. They're going to be there and interest rates. Yeah. Interest rates are still high. I'm hearing and you know, it's just nobody knows what's going to happen, but I'm hearing that rates are going to be in the low to mid fives potentially at the end in a year from now, at the end of 2023. Right now they're right at 7% uh and you know, end of 2023 they're going to be back down to like, you know, the fives. And when that happens, be ready for prices to come back up. So we've got a like a one year window here where we need to maximize maximize uh our ability to purchase if we can um you know i i i plan to reach out to everybody i know that's been thinking about it about buying a house and you know just share the news like hey i if if you decide not to buy if you decide that that this isn't the right thing at the right time for you totally cool however I don't want, I don't want it, you know, on my conscience that I didn't add, share my thoughts, you know, and, and if you, if you decide that it's not the right time uh, and it's not the right thing for you and, and it turns out that, that I was wrong in a year, then awesome. Good job. Good job. Like I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Um, but you know, I can only do, I can only base what I think my opinions on what I see right now. And, you know, and in the, when I say right now in real estate, like I said, it's slow moving right now means in the next 12 months. Um, if I say down the road in the future, maybe 18 months to three years or something like that. But it's really hard to project out that far, uh, to forecast anything that far in advance because nobody knows what's going to happen. Really, nobody knows what's going to happen in 12 months, let alone 36. So um, anytime you have questions, uh, it is slow moving, but I have my finger on the pulse and you know things happen locally that you know, the news doesn't report on. So, um, you know, the news isn't going to report that agents are calling each other, trying to sell properties, uh, you know, trying to say, Hey, I, I can get you a deal. These people just need to sell. That's not in the listing, in the listing remarks. They're not putting that in the listing remarks, but they're sharing that news with the, with their, their network of agents that they know can get the deal done if if that's if that's in the cards um you know so anyway that's pretty much all i have for today spooky halloween edition spooky sounds 
I'm going to do some trick-or-treating. I hope you guys have the best day ever. Have a great night trick-or-treating with your kids, even though you're probably not going to listen to this until way later, if you do at all. But uh, consider subscribing. Consider giving me that five-star review. Enjoy the intro music on the way out. We were straight!